Hello everyone, welcome to the Comexus Cast, all the news you need to know from our inbox to yours. Today we're talking about Facebook's efforts to increase tracking of Facebook group activity. Hello everyone, I'm Matthew McCrory, the videographer and a podcaster here at Comexus, and today I am joined by the lead strategist at Comexus, Philip Rooks. Hello. Hello, hello. So today we are talking about Facebook groups uh, having a pixel added to them for better tracking. Um, so before we get too started, today is Thursday, which means we are talking about the retention phase of the buyer's journey. Um, for those of you who do not know, the retention phase is when you are trying to retain your end user your customers, your clients, etc. And there's a lot of things that go along with that. Um, for the most part, your goal is, of course, to get them to come back into the funnel again and make a purchase, continue subscribing to your service, etc. But that can also mean um, increasing engagement on social media, um, becoming better brand ambassadors so that in the next stage advocacy, they can start talking about how great you are and things like that. Uh, so Facebook groups have been super, super popular um, for this reason because they can get a lot of engagement, a lot of engagement around, around brands. Uh, and in general, Facebook has been pushing them a lot more um, after the Facebook algorithm update in January that we've talked extensively about. Uh, so pixels. Philip, what is a pixel in general, and what's going on with Facebook? Well, I mean, to start off with, a pixel is a very, very small piece of area on your screen. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, it's, it's a unit of measure to start. But um, in the case of this context, a mm -hmm. pixel is a small piece of data that is used on the page to track uh, information that's come back and forth on that page. So for example, uh, if you're using Facebook uh, or analytics anywhere else, they put a small pixel in the background of the page, and that's what allows them to track, you know, basically traffic and information going back and forth to the page related to Facebook. Thank you, Phil. So there you go. So what they're going to be doing is they're going to be adding this to Facebook groups. One of the long, I don't want to say gripes, but one of the, the long demanded things by many brands and marketers who have been using Facebook groups as Facebook has been suggesting ever since the algorithm update to you know bring more engagement and interact better with their users and their customers. Uh, they've been wanting better analytics and better ability to track this. And this is what the Pixel is going to be bringing. Um, so Facebook is going to be slowly rolling out access to the the pixel for Facebook groups uh, you'll be able to check it out as you'll see in this nice little overlay right here um, what the groups analytics page will now look like um, with the addition of the Facebook pixel basically it'll just give you some more stats and information uh, and you'll be able to better track links going out of the Facebook group elsewhere hopefully to your website uh, so several marketers have said this is a, a post from a uh, post from Kerry Flynn on Digiday. Uh, several marketers said that they've seen high engagement in groups, but it is uh, difficult to justify focusing on them, given the lack of advertising and tracking, so the pixel's going to solve that. Uh, here's a great quote. Uh, Flynn spoke to Chris McCollin, a digital strategist at Calder Bateman, who said, building a community around a brand, product, or subscription allowed marketers to create loyal fans and ambassadors. It's the new email marketing. Facebook groups are one of the easiest and best ways for doing this. I can make a 
strong case now for the times when we feel that a Facebook group will be a great tactic. So it's one more thing that you'll be able to hopefully use as a marketing tactic. Um, we've seen some clients who have, who have used one or two of them in the past and have, have seen pretty good success with them. Um, so we're definitely interested in, in seeing how this goes out. Uh, that said, if you are interested in a Facebook group, you have to have 250 or more members to be able to begin using that process uh, for your analytics. Uh, so there you go. Uh, so there's also a great quote from Kerry Flynn's piece by, from Nick Sharma, who runs direct-to-consumer and beverage company Hint. He said, Facebook groups are the new email for brands. They get push notifications. The engagement rate of groups is extremely high. It makes sense they're going to put a pixel in there, just like you would with email, because now through groups you can track conversions. So Phil, can you just give me your, your thoughts on this? Well, I, I, to go back to your, the original point or the thematic part of this particular episode of the podcast, we're talking about ways to eliminate churn. And mm -hmm. I think that um, you know anything that's really, really good at building engagement is a strong methodology for eliminating churn. And uh, as they've stated multiple times, Facebook groups really are very, very targeted because you're dealing with people that are you know, almost down to a razor focus on a specific topic or genre or whatever thing that that group is based around. Um, I, I think that's, you know, it's great the ability to be able to track when they leave the group where they're going um, because then you can really see the value of your content being somehow put in that group, uh, you know, either shared by a person that's, that's part of the group or somebody, you know, if you're a direct advertiser, being able to put ad, ad, you know, advertising within that group's you know, uh, kind of imagery. But um, I think the important thing to remember is that you know, this pixel technology, Facebook uses a lot of different applications for. Mm -hmm. So, you know, unlike trying something brand new, like you're seeing, we, we would see with something else, Facebook already knows this is going to work. So mm -hmm. it's just a matter of applying that technology to the overlay of the group system, which we already know for the most part how it works. So it's, we're basically combining two known quantities to get a result that is pretty much guaranteed to work well. Um, but again, you know, uh, we're talking about ways to eliminate churn and, and hold on to retention and, you know, dealing with a very, very, you know, engaged and focused audience is the best way to do that. Absolutely. While I was doing research for this podcast, I fell down a bit of a, a hole. You look okay, though. I do. Thank okay. you. I, I brushed myself off. All right. So while I was doing research, uh, I found a couple slate pieces about different Facebook groups. One was about, for those of you who have who've been on the internet recently, you may have seen um, a Bridezilla post that had been circulating uh, about a bride and their $60,000 $60, wedding, and, and there was some other drama related to that. So one was about about that, you can find that in the blog description. I'm not going to focus on it too much here. Uh, but the other was also a slate piece uh, about how a lot of people who may not like Facebook for its use of you know their data security mm -hmm. things like that maybe they're a little disenfranchised from the Cambridge Analytica uh, scandal that occurred earlier this year, uh, but they they cannot get away from Facebook because of how integral Facebook groups have become to their life and their social interactions. In particular, this article is about raising children and how a lot of parents find great access to information through all of these Facebook groups. Um, so Phil, I know I know you mentioned that you don't necessarily use Facebook groups too broadly for this I, purpose. I, I, not for that particular purpose. Um, to be honest, I, you know, as a, as a parent of a small child, I, the Reddit parenting form I find extremely useful, and that's a great targeted piece of you know, content advice area. But um, I do use Facebook groups for lots of small hobby-based things. Mm -hmm. um, but the one that I can say that I, I look at every day, you know, and, and I'm never upset about it being in my feed, is the big heckin' group of 
dog stuff. <laughs> like I, I, could, I, could, I could look at that all day long. It makes me so happy, and it, it always cheers me up if I'm you know, having a bad day or whatever, and they, and they always make me laugh. So There you go. So, again, niche audiences within these groups, but we're talking about typically pretty dedicated members who are, who are part of these, whether it's your mm -hmm. hobby, whether it's for parenting. Um, you definitely should check out that piece. It'll be in the blog description um, because that piece was really fascinating. Lots of great quotes from different parents basically saying, like, why would I ever get rid of Facebook when I can have access to medical advice, legal information, mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera, from people. Um, so really, really cool and really interesting things to look at. Um, so that's all for today's episode of the Comexis Cast. Philip, thank you for joining me adjacent to the table today. Thank you guys for watching. If you would like to listen to more of us, you can check us out and on Apple iTunes, uh, Google Play Music Store, on TuneIn, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. And you can watch us in full on YouTube and get nice little snippets of us in your social feed by following us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and on Instagram. Thank you very much, and have a great day.